brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. Welcome to Honest Money. It's uh, another solo show. We're, we're, uh, we're answering lots of questions from, uh, from our listeners, uh, you know, whether you're sending them by email, which I think these were, uh, or voice notes. We appreciate them and, and thank you for sending them and please keep sending them. It helps us to, to give you the information you want to hear. So today we're talking about economic trends and your investments. Uh, and, and so what does that mean? So, in, in a world where, uh, where let's say interest rates are rising uh, because inflation is rising, uh, we w- we might want to know how does that what does that mean like and how does that impact my investments? You know, I, I'm kind of doing my monthly debit order. I've got my exchange traded fund or my unit trust. Why why are rising interest rates like relevant to me? What's the deal? And why do these people keep talking about it in the news all the time? And and so l- let's just talk about that. And and I think. Understand that uh, th- there there are little trends in investments, uh, and then there are massive trends. So a little trend will be, uh, you know, kind of in summer uh, in Europe or in, Amer- in North America, lots of people go on holiday, so the volumes of of transactions on the stock market tend to go down a little bit. People are a little bit more positive, uh, and and so the markets tend to kind of you know drift upwards slightly. If there is no big news going on, that, that that's a small trend. It's not a big issue. Uh, it's certainly not something you can kind of track or, or, or invest in. But a massive trend would be when we've got a, a big inflation bubble bursting in, in in the rest of the developed world, for example, and 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 suddenly the cost of living in in America or in Europe or in the UK is going up at like ten or twelve percent a year. Uh, what will what will lead from there is that. Big reserve banks, you know, especially in America, because that's the biggest uh, economy and therefore the biggest stock market in the world, they will have to do something about inflation. And and the biggest weapon that they've got to kind of combat in inflation is interest rates. And and kind of the only medicine you can use to really beat inflation is you need to raise interest rates. It's a, a deeply unpopular thing to do because everybody who's got a home loan car debts, personal loans, overdrafts, they're going to be really unhappy because their cost of living is going up. So the cost of their food and all the other things that they have to pay every month is going up already. And now the Reserve Bank's going to make their, their home loan costs go up, their, their car debt go up as well. So they're really going to get uh, get pain. Uh, but unfortunately, that is, the, that is the only real weapon or the only real medicine that a Reserve Bank has got to combat inflation. What they need to do is they need to raise uh, interest rates to the point where it slows the economy down somewhat and it stops people, especially companies, overspending. Uh, and, and then that will cause uh, prices to start falling, which is good. That means inflation comes down and then the reserve banks can start to cut interest rates again. Uh, you know, the populists and, and especially kind of the unions and, 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 and the populist economists uh, keep saying that that's a form of punishing the poor. I, I think that that's just uh, political rhetoric. Uh, it, it's just sensible economic management. The one thing we don't want to do is live in a world where inflation just goes out of control. If you want to see what that does to an economy, uh, look at Zimbabwe, look at Argentina. Uh, it, it's it's absolute devastation. So sensible economic management re- requires us to control inflation. So when you're an investor and you've got money invested in in property companies or just general shares or, or an exchange traded fund or a unit trust, 
and and you see uh, interest rates rising, uh, what's going to happen is you are, you're going to see your, your stock market investments stop growing for a while. In, in fact, they might actually go down. Um, if, if interest rates only rise by kind of 0.25 or half a percent, and that's all that happens, they, then it, there might be a tiny impact on your investments. But if interest rates go up over a period of months or years by two, three, or four, or five percent, it's going to be a significant impact on your investments. What's going to happen is share prices will go down, uh, property prices will go down, and and so will the the price of government bonds, uh, and and all of those go down because uh, it becomes quite expensive to kind of invest uh, when you've got debt. So companies will start to 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 kind of use more of their cash flow to pay down their debt. You and me and and every other individual out there who has debt might be doing the same. So we're going to just logically, it's a logical thing to say, uh, I need to use more of my monthly income to pay down debt because my debt has become much more expensive uh, and I've got less money to to kind of allocate, to buy things, to invest, all of those things. So rising interest rates are are, are very destructive to, to uh, stock markets and property investments in the short term. It uh, doesn't mean that, they, that that your investments will never recover or that you've got long-term kind of capital destruction. It's just bad for shares and, and properties, you know, over a shorter period of time. So if you're an investor and you own shares already and you've got a top 40 index or a general equity unit trust uh, and interest rates are rising, don't panic. Uh, you, you know, keep going, keep investing. If you're if you're a debit order investor or if you've got a lump sum, don't worry about it. Uh, um, you know, thinking that you're never going to get back a, a loss on your your portfolio, you will, because what will happen in the future, wh- whether it takes a few months or a couple of years, is interest rates will stop rising, and then they'll stagnate for a while at a high level, and then they'll start to go down again. Because uh, you know that's part of an economic cycle. Once inflation is under control, uh, the Reserve Bank will, as fast as they possibly can start to cut interest rates again. They, they don't want the economy to go into recession. They don't want the economy to go backwards. They want the economy to grow. And uh, lower interest rates are very good for growing an economy. Uh, so once the pressure is off and once the inflation uh, um, beast has been killed, then they will, uh, they will quickly drop interest rates. And when they drop interest rates, it becomes very positive for shares. It becomes very positive for property and very positive for government bonds as well. So all of a sudden, uh, you start to get a tailwind on your investments and, and they will start to recover their losses and then start to grow again. Uh, and, and if you see that on a company level, you know, if you look at a retailer, uh, you know, a retailer might have been struggling with, uh, with high interest rates where their consumers weren't buying as much as they did in the past and the retailer had debt and was using whatever money it was getting to kind of pay down debt. When they've paid down their debt and interest rates start to go down, that means the retailers got more money and their customers have got more money. So it becomes really positive for the retailer. And, and that happens across cell phone companies, internet businesses, retailers, manufacturers, everybody. The whole stock market gets uh, you know, kind of a really nice positive tailwind. And so does the whole economy. So, so I think, you know, understand that when we're looking at a big economic factor like inflation, uh, rising inflation equals rising interest rates equals pain, uh, but it's short-term pain. And, and it only really damages people who can't stay in the cycle, can't stay invested. They start to panic or they, they kind of cash out their investments to pay off their debt. Uh, those that are patient, that, that can kind of ride out the cycle, uh, the, 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 the good news is cycle turns, you start to make some money again, you make up the losses that you might have had uh, you know, from, from the rising interest rates. 
And then all of a sudden, you get the positive growth of your companies that you own, uh, spurred on by a positive growth in the economy, and and good times are here again. Uh, and that's really what you're waiting for as an investor. You know, you don't want to be chopping and changing investments based on on kind of short term cycles. You, you want to be in the for the long term based on your financial objectives, your goals with your money. Uh, and, and I think it's you know for me it's it's amazing how often. We watch these cycles kind of unfold where we see interest rates rising because inflation is going up. And, and then we kind of see the media headlines saying, oh, blood on the streets and, you know, economy is going to go into recession. That's the end of the world. And, and then investors sell out and, and they usually start to sell out, um, in the, in their most in the bulk just before. Uh, inflation turns just before interest rates start to recover and just before the economy starts to grow again and stock markets rise. So don't be part of that kind of herd mentality and don't get sucked into kind of short-term thinking where people are kind of overly dramatic because they haven't done their investment planning correctly. You you can do this yourself by saying, I've got a long-term view. The money I'm going to put into shares is five-year or 10-year money. So I'm, I'm going to be investing in times where interest rates are going well. In other words, interest rates are low or they're falling. I'm also going to be investing where interest rates are high or rising. And all of that's okay. That none of that's going to impact my investment decisions. I'm going to stay invested uh, and, and I'm going to benefit from long-term capital growth. And understanding when you're investing in shares, for example, half of your return that you're going to get from the stock market is the dividends that those companies that you own are are earning and paying out, and then those dividends get reinvested. If you're chopping and changing investments all the time, buying and selling all the time, you're not earning the dividends, you're not reinvesting, you're not getting half of the growth that you could. And that happens so often in such big cycles. It doesn't make sense to me that you know, you know we kind of don't just stop and look at it and say, hang on, I'm kind of forming part of the herd here. We're going to kind of all run off the cliff together. And we're all going to lose money. And the one person who sat at the back going, I don't need to sell. I'm not worried about selling. I've got a five-year view. That's the person making all the money. You know, that's the honest money listener. That's the person that doesn't form part of this kind of big cycle, this big herd behavior. Uh, understanding that there are going to be some other big kind of economic trends and economic factors as well. You know, when economy goes into recession, uh, you know, there's kind of lots of news about it and the newspapers hype it up all the time. Uh, you know, and to me, the, it's a technical thing. You know, if an economy was growing at 3% uh, and suddenly goes into recession where it's going backwards by 1%, the economy is now shrinking by 1%, that gap from 3% down to minus 1%, that's a big gap. That's worth understanding because it does have an impact on the businesses that you own. But let's say an economy was growing at half a percent. Now it, now it shrinks and it starts going backwards by half a percent. That difference is not big. That, you know, it's newspaper headlines. It's kind of radio headlines. It doesn't make a huge difference. The companies that were operating in an environment where the economy was only growing by half a percent, they're not going to be severely impacted by, by an economy that's then shrinking by half a percent. For, for them, the conditions are pretty much the same. It's newsworthy not investment information. So, so be careful when you see recession and it's the kind of a kind of a shiny object that's drawing all your attention away from the fundamentals, which might be we've gone into a recession, uh, but you know uh, interest rates are about to start decreasing. Economy is probably going to start picking up again because investment markets and companies move far ahead of the economy. And so, if investment markets are anticipating that interest rates are about to start falling again, stock market's going to go up. And if you're still stuck on recession and all the bad news in the headlines and you've missed out on, on good news coming and, and the future, uh, th then you lose out. So, so I think for me, understanding that, you know, uh, 
economic fundamentals and economic trends are important. They, they are relevant. Newspaper headlines are not. Uh, and understand that you, there is very little you can do to kind of influence a big economic trend. What you can do is you can use those economic trends in your in your favor. So if you've got some extra cash and you see that uh, interest rates are, are starting to fall, add money as much as you possibly can to investments because that, you know that's going to be good for you. Equally, if you see interest rates are rising and you've got some debt, start uh, start allocating some of the monthly investment money that you were putting in your debit order and start putting that into paying off your debt a bit faster because that's actually the, the thing you can do. You can protect yourself against rising interest rates where debt is going to really cost you a lot more money and you can take advantage uh, you know, of a cycle that works for you. So, so for me, that's where I pay attention to economic cycles. I don't pay attention to the headlines and I surely don't sell my kind of high quality investments. And again, whether it's a unit trust or an exchange traded fund, if it's nicely diversified, I'm not selling that because interest rates are going to go up for a bit. I'm just going to ride that out. I want to earn the dividends. I want those dividends to be reinvested. And in the future, I will be rewarded for the patients. I hope that helps. Thank you for your questions. Please keep sending them. Brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. 